0: Hey everybody and thank you so much for tuning in to my sentiments exactly my name is Kay and I'm your host today I have a very special guest Alex Sanfilippo, who is the host of creating a brand a top 20 entrepreneurship podcast where he interviews successful leaders and experts on topics that matter to entrepreneurs who want to grow faster both personally and professionally while saving time and money in the process You can visit creatingabrand.com to join the Creating a Brand community and to accelerate your success. Hope you enjoy today's interview. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard. And may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. Alex, I'm so excited to have you on My Sentiments Exactly to share your knowledge and your expertise with building a brand, creating a brand. And you've been in the game since you were 12 years old. (laughs) So thank you so much for being on the show.
1: I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So if you could just start us out, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started.
1: Sure. You mentioned that I started when I was 12. I think that needs some explanation probably, right? I can't, you can't just say that and not talk about it, right? That's exactly. kind of like an elephant in the room immediately. Like, wait a minute, when you're 12? Um, you know, I started like most kids at the age of, uh, I remember when I was 11, I started selling lemonade. Uh, like oh, most okay.
0: The classic.
1: Yeah, you know, like that. And then when I was twelve, I, you know, I, that was this was a couple months before I turned twelve. I remember being like, What what's happening here? This doesn't this doesn't make sense from a profit perspective. And most kids that mm-hmm. age don't think about profit margin. Oh, no. I started thinking, <laughs> Hold on, this thing costs like four dollars and then I'm I'm making this much, I'm charging ten cents for it or whatever it was back then. And uh anyway, I I decide there must be another way to make money in a neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm. we happen to live in a neighborhood with a golf course in it. And um okay. I started uh, getting used golf balls out of the lakes that go- I'd watch them hit them in the water and I'd just go get them afterwards. And then a week later, I'd be sitting up there by one of the tee boxes and selling them back to them. And uh, it actually worked out really great. There was a lot more money in that than there was in Lemonade. So okay. uh, Lemonade became the side the side part of the, the golf ball sales that I started with some other kids in the neighborhood. So there ended up being four of us uh, we, we kind of split into teams, like some of us would be there selling while others are going out and grabbing golf balls, mm-hmm. bringing them back, get them cleaned up and, and selling them. So that was kind of my first experience of business started at a very young age, but I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Very creative.
1: <laughs> right. To say the least. <laughs> yeah,
0: so just get them out of the water and just sell them again. That's yeah, very, very unique. Um, wow. That's so interesting. That just makes me want to laugh. <laughs>
1: Oh, I get it. Hey, you know what? A really funny story here. There was a couple people that would initial their their golf balls, and they would hit a lot of golf balls in the water. And there was a couple of times where we found the ones with their initials on them. I can remember doing this as a kid, oh. and we'd sell it back to them. They're like, do I get a discount because it's mine? Be like, no, we sell sell them for more because uh, we, we found them for you. So An
0: autographed to golf. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, we don't need to go too far in, into that. I've, I've done other things since I was 12, by the way. That that wasn't my only experience of business. So.
0: <laughs> Got you. Okay. What would you say uh, over the years you've learned um, about entrepreneurship and running a business? Uh, for those that are business owners or aspiring business owners, especially during this time, everyone's kind of rethinking... Um, their ideas and their brands and their platforms, what would you say should be kept in mind?
1: I think right now is the the needs that people have is the first thing that we should be thinking of. Um, You know, as, as a, a human race in general, we have different needs than we ever have now. And it's scary for a lot of people uh, and, and others that aren't scared that maybe aren't taking it seriously. They're going out and getting sick, you know, like there's all kinds yeah, of extremes yeah. <laughs> happening right now. Um, but it's just because a lot of people don't know what to do. They feel lost and confused. And I think the best thing that business owners and entrepreneurs can do, uh, we are the problem solvers of the world. We, we yeah. are the creatives. We're the ones that need to go out there and offer a solution that people are looking for. And, and for everyone that's gonna be different, you know, where I am, where I sit from like my skills, who I see, who I'm around, uh, it's going to be different than you. We're going to have very different um, audiences around us or areas of influence. And our solutions to problems are going to be different because our people are all different that are around us. But what's important is that when we pivot, and that's what I call it, the most important thing you do right now is pivot your business and find a way to be a better uh, solutionist for the people that are around you. I think one of the the first things I notice that people do is we go straight to the comparison game. So if I'm just getting started let's say I want to do something in the fitness industry and I want to maybe do, I don't know, some kind of fitness gear or something like that. I want to make some motivational clothing or something like that. The first thing people do is is they go to Nike. So they're going to go to Nike.com and take a look at what they're doing. And they're going to look at Nike's social media. And then they're going to get really discouraged because what they're doing isn't going to be that, that polished or that clean, or, you know, that, that well presented. Here's the thing to remember at one point, Nike didn't look like that. As a matter of fact, there's a website, I, I believe it's called Wayback Machine. I think it's waybackmachine.com. You okay. can look at any website, what it looked like at any point in history by typing in a date. And I, wow. I did this with Nike at one point. I was, I was speaking at a conference and I showed people reminding them that, hey, everyone started from somewhere. I looked at Nike in the year 2000. And that's when I first started doing some websites for friends and things like that. Cause I thought it was mm-hmm. fun. I was a better web developer than Nike's web developer. It looked wow. awful, just absolutely <laughs> terrible. But the thing is, <laughs> What, what many of us want to do is we want to compare our day one to someone else's year 20. Um, so we want to see what they're doing like now, and we want to be able to do that as well. So what I call this is the perfectionist mindset, where we say that we need to, to look like that in order to, to make it and to mm-hmm. succeed. And if I can give one piece of advice today, if you take one thing from this conversation, let it be this. Start where you are today with what you have just get out there and start if you don't even know what you're doing it doesn't matter blast it out to some friends and give it a shot and see what happens see if you can get any traction with it and and that's that's what i that's what i'd say to everybody is don't wait until it's perfect don't chase perfection start with what you have today with where you are and just see what kind of traction it gets and let it organically evolve into what it should become
0: yeah that is so good what are the biggest lessons that you've learned um, with your, your brand, and you'll have a podcast, you have uh, business coaching services, and a lot of other things. Um, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned that maybe you didn't expect to learn at the beginning?
1: Yeah, I, I think probably the biggest thing that I learned is um, to focus. Uh, okay. A lot of us, we're, we're, we lack focus. Um, I love using focus as an acronym, follow one course until success.
0: Wow. I
1: love it. I think that. Yeah. I've, I've actually heard it from, I think I heard it from John Lee Dumas actually uh, okay. not going to take credit for it or anything like that. Um, but uh, you know, ever since I heard that, it reminded me that, you know what, you, you can't just do a bunch of things. And I think that That's entrepreneurs good. to stay, because we're idea people, myself included this, I'm talking about me mostly right now me is too. we're <laughs> idea people. So we want to just kind of run with five or six different things. Right. And that, you've done yeah. that as well. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. All the time. But, <laughs> yeah,
1: right. And I think that when I first started, I just bit off more than I could chew without meaning to. I had good intentions. I wanted to help people. But the truth is, if I would have just found the one niche problem that my people had and solved that one immediate need instead of trying to solve that plus five of other things, I would have succeeded much faster, much, much faster along the way. And that's the advice I'd give to somebody who's maybe saying, Oh, Alex, I've got all these ideas for things I want to do. Find the most immediate need that your audience has. And go solve that most immediate need, and put the rest aside for now. Let it be a dream. Even have a box for it or something like that, and get it get it out later when it's time. Your audience will ask for more. But the thing is, they have an immediate need right now. If you can solve that, that's the best place to start.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good. And I know I need help with that too. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) we can be transparent here.
0: It's yeah. It's you have so many ideas, and you just kind of want to run with it. Um, But that's always you know good advice. And I love the acronym as well. Um. So you do again podcasting, coaching, and probably a host of other things. What would you say is your favorite or most fulfilling? I'll say, um, thing that you do.
1: Yeah, a lot of people immediately kind of, kind of like make a decision for me on this. They always assume it's the podcast, right? Because everyone's like, "Oh, it's so cool that you have have a podcast," and it's a. <laughs> It's top 20 entrepreneurship podcast now. So there's, you know, tens of thousands of people hearing it and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy interviewing people. But I, I've actually shifted, you know, going back to the whole focus thing, I've shifted my entire focus to my online community. And okay. uh, I, I built it on a platform called Mighty Networks, um, yeah. which I'm friends with the CEO of, of Mighty Networks. Gina's okay, a, a friend welcome. of mine. and uh, And I decided, you know what, I'm going to build it off of the big social media because I was tired of the noise. And I love it because I love community building. Yeah. I love connecting somebody else to, to what they're looking for, what they need. I don't want to be the answer all the time. I want to be able to help someone else find the person that could be the answer or the solution to their problem through just community collaboration. I'm a passionate community advocate and builder. And so that's what I love. It's called the creating a brand community. And we opened it up for free when this whole pandemic started happening. We used to charge for it because um, it okay. replaced my coaching, but I was like, you know what, we're going to, we're just going to leave this for free because it's helping so many people and we, we can't we have to be able to offer a solution to the world because that's what they need right now. So my favorite thing about what I do, I I do love the podcast, but I love community building more than anything.
0: Wow, I love that. I'm a part of another network that's through Mighty Network. It's a a podcasting networking group. Uh, So I think that's really cool. cool. The name of your community is Creating a Brand?
1: Creating a Brand Community. Pretty simple. Everything I do is creating a brand. And it's all at creatingabrand.com. So I keep things as simple as I possibly can.
0: That's the perfect way to do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Is there anything else that you feel is necessary to share, especially during this time?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Many of us, we look at the world we're in right now. I'm not sure when you're going to be airing this, but right now we're in the middle of Mm COVID-19. Everyone's on quarantine. Everyone's on lockdown right now. And I think that I've heard people my whole life say this everyone always says I'm going to do that someday and someday I'm going to start this. Well, yeah. you know, I'm going to tell you right now, this is your someday opportunity that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not for travel or to go out and do anything yeah. socially <laughs> that you've always dreamed of doing, but you know, the things that you've said, you're going to do, like I'm, I'm look, I'm in my home office right now. I'm looking at my closet. I've said someday I'm going to clean out that closet. And guess what I have on my calendar to do. Finally, I'm going to clean, clean out that closet. closet right. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that's a very practical thing, but also have you had a dream to start a business? Or a dream to release some sort of product or help somebody in some deeper way than you ever had before and you keep on saying someday i'm telling you what if you can turn off the streaming services and social media down for a little bit and actually get your you know get dive into this like really get into it and uh i believe you can actually do this you can achieve your someday right now so that's my big thing for people right now they're going through this season Uh, look at it as an opportunity yes it's a negative situation there's a lot of bad going on but the truth is you can make something great out of it and that's that's what i've done i've been able to to do a few things that again i've called them someday things and now i'm actually able to do them and i believe other people can do that too yeah my, my wife is actually the the co-owner of creating a brand okay,
0: okay. yeah she,
1: wow. um yeah she, she's she's great she's very administrative she keeps everything on track and um runs all the social media uh, it helps me focus on the content creation. So I'm more so in the Got community. You. That's where I spend most of my time or actually creating the content and passing it off to her when and she's releasing it. So we are a, we're a great team. We work really well together. So here's the thing. You have to know that it's going to, that you can, because some couples, okay. it just doesn't work for them. Sometimes you, and you don't want to damage the relationship. Absolutely, It takes really does take certain personalities And my wife aren't anything more special than any of the listeners today, just because we can, it just means our personalities actually mesh well in a business setting. And we actually worked together before we were married. Um, So that kind of helped a little bit, Um, not with creating a brand. We both worked in the aerospace industry. And uh, so we've had some experience working around each other as it is, but some people, it's just not a good fit and you have to really figure that out and and know that. But um, I think the biggest thing you can do is have true separation of work and home life, even if it's at home. Um, so like, again, us being on lockdown, my wife and I, we're not in offices, we're at home. And yeah. so she owns the living room from nine <laughs> to five and I own the the spare bedroom from nine to five. And that's gotcha. where I'm, I'm working right now. So, uh, we've just made that, that clear, that clear, I guess, line of this is where we're working and this is when we stop. So we know when we can go back to just being a couple and being yeah. in love again and not being, uh, you know, people that are reporting to one another. So she's Absolutely. like, where's that content at? So, um, that's my big thing is you really have to set clear boundaries and expectations. And again, make sure the personalities can actually handle it because not everyone can.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Cause I hear a lot of people saying all the time, I would never go into business (laughs) with my spouse or (laughs) it's it's difficult or we, we couldn't work well together. Um, So I was just wondering, I haven't had the opportunity to actually talk to someone who is in business with their spouse. My husband and I hope to do some things in the future. Um, but I just wanted to get your perspective on that. And I'm sure a lot of people are trying to balance that work home life, especially right. now that everyone's inside and quarantined and all of that. So yeah, this
1: is a good soft kind of test for it. Cause everyone's at home. You can kind of, you can kind of feel it out a little bit and be like, could I work with this person? This should be your indicator. And I absolutely <laughs> love it by the way. I, I love working with my wife. I would not change That's that amazing. for anything. Um, it, it's great. Brings out the best in both of us. But if you're working from home right now, even if it's not directly with your spouse, Um, this is a soft test to see how it goes. If you're already getting annoyed with each other, probably a good indicator that you shouldn't try working for the same company at home together, right?
0: Gotcha, yep, (laughs) yeah. Do you at all help entrepreneurs and um, individuals with marketing? Maybe if they had the brick and mortar, um, they're trying to transition their business online and just trying to figure out the best way to market without, you know, paying for ridiculous ads and you know right. things that may not bring a return
1: yeah and you know this is why i really enjoy coaching um which is mm-hmm. something that i do with the creating a brand community right now it's i'm just literally offering everything for free i'm just out there to help people because some people are having to make real-time decisions and pivots yeah. and, and do all these things so i'm actually i prefer coaching this area because a lot of companies they want to just handle your marketing yeah. Um, but marketing isn't one size fits all. I mean, everyone's Absolutely. got a different product, a different uh, service they're trying to provide. If they're a restaurant, it's different than if they're a clothing store. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all across the board. So I prefer actually meeting with somebody one-on-one and helping them get placed with the right person. I don't directly do marketing right now. And, and I'll just be transparent. Okay. I'm not the best marketer in the world, but I do know ah. a lot of people that are really, really good marketers. And I know exactly what they're good at, like which area they can market well. Okay. Um, and what I do is I... I you know, get to know people and I try to figure out, okay, what is it that you're looking for? And I'll just introduce them and then they can have that peace of mind that they're working with the right type of person, not just somebody who's just trying to take money for for marketing sake. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that's, that's a huge thing, especially now, most of the time it is just trying to get money,
1: (laughs) you know, and and not
0: necessarily (laughs) teaching the entrepreneur so that they'll be able to learn for themselves and, Um, So I just wanted to see if you had any advice and that's great advice. Um, And I think that's a good approach too, is to network. And right now connections are more important than anything. And I think you're doing a great job uh, doing that with your your brand. How can everyone stay in touch uh, with you and possibly get coaching if they need to?
1: Yeah, the best thing to do is just go to creatingabrand.com. Uh, everything, like I said, everything on there is free now, aside from a handful of courses that are, that are paid. I even unlocked six of my courses for free as well. I don't even want wow. email anymore. I actually took away the email sign up. It's just posted for everyone to see. So there's six courses that can help people get started in business. Um, they're kind of topics that I usually cover, uh, the communities on there, all my social media, but creating a brand is the hub for everything. The podcast you can find all right there. There's just a few pages. But um, yeah, and if somebody's interested in doing some coaching, just join the community and send me a direct message in it. I mean it's a social media platform. You send me a direct message, we'll set up a time. I do office hours at least once a week right now where I'll actually get on Zoom calls with people and just talk through what they got going on. And again, not to be the guy with all the answers, just to see if I can maybe help push someone in the right direction. If I can do that, that's a win for me. My biggest thing, you know, if I want to define myself real quick here, um, I okay. seek to be a person of value, not a person of profit. And what that means is I want to add as much value as I can to people. And I believe the profit will follow later on or whenever it needs to happen. But for me, I just want to make sure that I'm leaving a mark and helping people go a little bit further faster without wasting money along the way.
0: Wow, that's so good. And it has been such a pleasure um, talking with you today and you just sharing your experience and your insight. I feel like it will help other entrepreneurs just as it has helped me. Um, I started my business uh, January of last year. Um, so I'm in my second year now, and so I'm definitely taking notes and just trying to learn much as I can. So I appreciate you um, coming on the show and, and sharing your knowledge.
1: Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was seriously an honor.
0: Absolutely. So thank you to everyone for tuning in and make sure that you connect with Alex on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE podcast conversation starter Deck, available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, by GraceNP.com and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.